0: and this is the problem you can't expect people with lack of life skill wisdom or experience to be able to take on projects like this and go oh yeah i've got that under my belt no you don't you're climbing mount freaking everest with this and this is the problem it's all the good talent is leaving and not coming back ramps why did it have to be ramps oh my god Welcome to open development.
1: lol. Wow. Every part of the game is crap. <laughs> what were you doing? It's am the game one is that is broken, this shit. Buggy, unplayable mess. This is bullshit. lol. Wow. Listen to the audio. Star Marines
0: cancel. Wow. Twitch chat is
1: going crazy.
0: Nice no, meltdown. <laughs> because oh, that's, what, uh, that's, because out, that's that
1: what happened in World War II. They had blackouts and redouts because you were climbing or
0: diving too fast. Yeah. Okay. As you said, fantasy space sim. No blackouts, redouts, blackouts, greyouts, any any outs except for maybe out of your bladder onto your seat in your oh. ship because that's the big problem with fighter ships uh, as well is if you're flying for six hours straight, which we will be doing in the game, guys, don't think it we're not going to be doing that. That's asterisk. Right, Um how are you going to go piss if you've got to use your body mechanics in the game? The survival mechanics. Mm. I am just going to eva, EVA out, and I am just going to sit down my flight. No! My dick just snapped off. Right, <laughs> there, there. There is so much missing from common sense elements of this game. It's it's astounding. So. I don't, I don't, I just the, the 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 gravitational force thing in space. No, peeing in in your spacesuit, yeah, bad idea. You can get some really bad infections doing that. Um, and and just yeah, the planet side drifting garbage. Like, even planes on Earth don't do that. They do a bit of a tail burn drift, uh, but that's gravitationally force fed. Yeah, through, through the wings and the positive and negative air pressure and all that technical physics stuff but these ships are doing literally burnouts we chuck them to the left chuck them to the right that that's too far over accentuated for what it's actually the ship is physically going to do it's a spaceship, not an a aircraft fighter it is not a lamborghini ferrari uh a, a bloody i don't know 180sx drift car it's it's a freaking spaceship it's going to be clunking in atmosphere it's going to be very slow and unresponsive. It does should not matter what ship it looks like because at the end of the day, the ships are designed for space travel, not for gravitational force-fed feedback and flyability. You're going to I mean, get look, ship- for,
1: for argument's sake, I mean, there is, there is actual, uh, I guess, in theory, you can get blackouts in space from over-G forces. But I would argue in space fantasy, how relevant is that to the enjoyment of the game? It, like on the simulation side, sort of like you can say, sort of like, well, that's our point. Well, then it's all about simulation. But then, sort of like the 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 time to fun. If, if your fun is based upon the simulation, yep, you know, that's fine. That's great but if you're starting to talk about the amount of time it's going to take from amount of time of progression then you're getting into
0: you're getting into very unfun uh But this is what Chris Roberts is making. He's making a real space sim. It's high fidelity. It's highly creative. It's not a fantasy. We're trying to bring in all of the natural elements of World War II and Rome into your game just to make it so real that, I don't know, let's make it boring. Guess what? 2019 Star Citizen equals boring.
1: Yeah. I mean, sort of like even to the point of like you know uh, calculating the argon gas within uh, you know within <laughs> airlocks and like spaces and stuff <laughs> like that. I mean just sort of like the, that kind of like micro the Minus- micro spin- simulation yeah. micromanagement and microsimulation is like at point is like you have to remember that all this information has to be fed fed over the internet and like yeah. its bits i mean like even with object container streaming if you still have a fuck ton of objects, you're going to still be brought transmitting o- over uh, the the server updates and your bytes to the point and the where truth. And to the point where you're going to need several bytes of information to transmit. And those bytes take time to actually process. I mean, it's not it's not coming in in one little neat sum.
0: It's, no, actually, it's not.
1: It's actually coming in 2 to 3 bytes that the computer reads as one byte comes in, process. Second byte comes in, process. Third byte comes in, process. And then I, I believe three bytes takes, I want to say, about five milliseconds to process, as far as far as I right. understand.
0: Sorry, so ping
1: is going to is yeah. be a
0: constant issue.
1: So ping's, n- not only ping is going to be a constant issue, it's going to be the feedback because... Then, like, say for example, the bytes have to be stretched out into five six, so you mm. have six bytes being transmitted back and forth between the client and the server, and that's going to affect latency, not in the sense of like how fast uh, you're getting responses from the server, but how fast you're getting information, and there is a bottleneck there, and if you, and if one of those bottlenecks, if one of those one of the things. Tr- uh, contributing to the bottleneck is the fucking argon count of an interior airlock and sort of like at that point it's like fuck this feature we don't need it
0: well this is the whole thing right is um, no one I'm. can I swear to say yeah. one word go ahead I mean I we, we, we're on the twitch stuff so no one gives a shit about it this is the problem. No one gives two flying Fs about it. This is the whole thing. It's a bloody computer game. It's not an alternate reality that we're going to be living in in real life. That's going to happen in our next probably 200 years in reality. Yeah. Let, let's keep that separate to the, the, the game we're trying to get developed. Um, but the technology and we, is here. We can do it. We can whoa. rebuild it. Right, and where is it getting us? Four years of nothing, and it's not getting built, it's just getting spoken about. Talk, 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 no do. See, I'm a citizen, tech talk, I talk. It's my job on my YouTube channel to talk. It's not, if I'm a game developer, it's my job to shut up and develop a game and actually show tangible, consistent, reliable results. That's the difference. Chris is a talker, he's a marketer, he's a spin doctor. He needs to stop talking completely. Sit down with the devs and go, right? How can I help you get your job done on paper? How can I enter code? How can I add to code? How can I improve it on a practical sense instead of a blah, 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 blah,
1: from the Chris perspective, well, a- actually, hang on. Let's switch gears because I know you wanted to talk about uh, the flight model. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> the flight model has been in a lot of flux. And th- um, this is information that I have gotten from both the source within CIG, uh, well, a source within CIG, and the source within. Uh, People, you know, avocados that have tested this thing, and, mm, and, and people, <clears throat> yes, avocado. So <laughs> basically, what happened was, in the very beginning, uh, there was a problem about not being able to hire a physics program. <clears throat> now, for a game that's sort of you know as fidelitous as Star Citizen aspires to be, obviously one of your big problems, and especially with CryEngine, is figuring out how the how the physics are going to interact with uh, how the physics, how the physics are in, going to interact with the client with the with the entities and with the assets, and unfortunately, they weren't really able to hire a decent physics programmer for the first three years. Now they did get one. Um, it was a uh, Pritchett, uh, not not. Pritchett, uh, Oh, I'm forgetting his name uh, he left yeah. recently um, but he was in charge of the flight model Pretty sure that wasn't um, I, I, like, I, i'm like I'm trying like i'm I'm trying to make sure that I'm not confusing him with I think uh, a video game journalist something like that mm-hmm. in, in any case so the initial flight model that came out uh, alongside uh, Alongside Arena Commander, so that was iterated upon. Uh, That was his work once it finally came out. Um, But then, however, there was problems with uh, there were problems with the with the physics interacting with the flight model, and also a couple of uh, a couple of new uh, order marching orders from Chris Roberts saying, "All right, we got to have like a super cruise mode, and we got to have the jump mode." And we got to have it after burners because that, you know, because, you know, because, you, know, you know, that's know, what happens in space. You know, because that's what happens in space, indeed. Sort of like you got to go, yeah, there's got to be a got to go fast button. And so yeah. uh, that comes interacting, those implementations had problems interacting with the flight model as it stood there. And there was pushback from the physics programmers and the flight model programmers that saying, we can't do this. And, you know, we have these solutions, but, What chris roberts wants and what's good for the product tend to be diametrically opposed things unfortunately and so what happened close to the end is with the recent uh change in the flight model was that the the big uh flight model programmer left the company and so now they have a junior programmer, a very fresh faced junior programmer that has made one game to his credit, uh, based on voxels. And mm. he is now in charge of uh, it was, I believe, a it was a voxel based I want to say it's like an an FPS Battle thing. Royale. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of okay. an FPS thing. I, I don't know if it was a Battle Royale thing, but in the case of, you know, will use physics, but not to the extent of the interaction of a flight model in and, and CryEngine. Now, again, it's the case of, you know, I don't want to disparage the kid that much, but he is stepping into a world massive of Massive
0: shoes. <laughs> yeah, massive <laughs> shoes to fill massive. that he will never be able to fill because he's just out of buddy uni. And this is the problem. You can't expect people with lack of life skill, wisdom, or experience to be able to take on projects like this and go, oh, yeah, I've got that under my belt. No, you don't. You're climbing Mount frickin' Everest with this. <laughs> and this is the problem. It's all the good talent is leaving and not coming back. They're bringing in kids out of university all over the place right now. Uh, I, I think um, uh, it was Mandalorian. Um, he did a... Uh, well, actually, is in the video I just put up. um saying that um, uh, most of them look like Crypt, crypt Keepers or, you know, uh, backup doubles to the Crypt Keepers in, in the staffing. No, Mandalorian actually got that totally wrong because they're all young kids. The I think the average median age at CIG right now is probably about 28 uh, and maybe up to about, oh, I'll say... To be very generous 45 in some respects but for the m- most part the median is about 28 years of age these guys have literally just left uni uh, and are now coders they, they got no idea what they're doing they're too academic they're not experienced enough they don't know the shortcuts they don't know best practice they don't know the best way in which to achieve uh, an outcome based on experience and practice and lessons learned from past mistakes as we we're talking about before to be implemented into find best practice and to efficiently and effectively get this flight model into shape and make it what it needs to be the old flight model what i don't get butcher is the old flight model and targeting system also sometimes buggy for the targeting system when it right. did work it was freaking awesome it worked it was it was perfect for the game it did not need changing why reinvent the bloody wheel when you had it perfect it was absolutely artisan masterfully perfect it did not need to be touched i think it is a case of we need to do
1: more we need like it needs to do more because other people are doing more it turns it, it, it turns it turns, it turns it turns it turns into the duke nukem problem like uh when george preside was sort of like Oh, uh, we saw this turret section. This other game, shit, uh, Duke. This game needs a turret section, or it needs a, a vehicle section, because you know Half-Life 2 had a had a vehicle section that was really cool, and we want it to be really cool, so let's have a vehicle section. That's the Duke Nukem problem. Now, for the actual kids coming in. Now, the other problem, not just with the lack of experience, but they are, but they are filling in people who who are leaving who are leaving and not leaving the it, it, it what it becomes is uh a debt of knowledge because the old leads or the old programmers who have been leaving are not imparting the wisdom of their time as they leave mostly because they most of them can't wait to get the fuck out of the door and you know the new kid, well, best of luck to you yeah you know, Roberts wants this, and so you have that you have that debt of knowledge that an experienced programmer would know about, whereas a young, a young junior programmer or even QA kid stepping into a programmer's shoes or design shoes is going to make the mistakes that an, that an older generation in that position would know. I did this before, it didn't work. This is why. And sort of like the whys are the big problem are the big big part of that is that these kids haven't been through that teething haven't been through that teething moment of saying this did not work. And that and because there's nobody there with the knowledge with with the knowledge to teach these people especially in those lead positions where the junior programmers and the QA kids are starting to step into, they have to look to Chris for guidance. And Chris never really learned uh, the lessons of his past, uh, of his past game right. design. And while he is a decent code monkey, he is not somebody I would put on a lead coder because he's right. been out of practice for so long. 12 th- years. At least a decade, yes. And right. there are different systems now, of, uh, different systems of programming, and, and not so much in, this, in in languages. I mean, like there are different languages now than when he out. But you have the methodology, you have the grammar of co- of uh, of coding and programming. And Chris, from what I understand, still talks in the old way, in the archaic way. And that does not mesh well with uh, more experienced developers that are working with this. And these new kids are saying, well, I better do what Chris says, and I'll do it like this. And that clashes.
0: The the biggest problem I find is um, it's a very cotton-wooled experience, a bubble kind of experience with Chris if you don't see it the way Chris sees it, you don't fulfill his dream in his his vision, uh, the way he wants it done conceptually and perfectly and contextually and and precisely to that extreme level of anal OCD, you're not going to have a job there uh and then he gets his hound dogs uh we both know who those two other people are at cig to then attack the staff which has been brought up by your video oh no, mandalore's video sorry um in relation to the email uh, debacle <sighs> this is the problem it's you, you got kids in there Purely wanting the job for 12 months to get tenure to move on to a proper studio. That's the way they are seeing it. What we don't get also, Butcher, is this younger generation do not think or act or look at things like we do. They are a totally different generation who are very free thinkers, very socially driven, and very um, self self important. And you know what in the world that we've created for them. I can't blame them for a second. They they are so disillusioned and so screwed over by society that they are have become like this. But you know what? Being self-servient is the the corporate way and these kids I think are going to, you know, really really take off in the future but we we about 10 years out, 15 years out from the maturity of this age group now that is doing this now actually moving into the senior management roles. So we've got a bit of a dead spot, uh, you know, with the joysticks where they're growing uh, and they're learning right now. And then they're having these super toxic experiences. And it's not just CIG. It is every business worldwide at the moment is doing this to everyone. And,